Hey, this is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back to the God Life Culture Podcast. We are so excited that you are tuned in once again to listen to this new episode. Um, From wherever you're listening to us, from wherever you are, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, This is that time of the year where things are very hectic, right? Mm -hmm. But it all leads up to this moment, right? Mm -hmm. These next few days where... Um, it seems like all of our hard work pays off and the shopping and all of that stops and it's kind of um, just time to spend with those around us, our family, our loved ones and um, you know also being mindful for those who may not have you yeah. know, loved ones around them during this time mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah and just taking in the opportunity to be around your family and your loved ones and your friends and all that great stuff. you know uh, sometimes we're just so busy throughout the year that it takes, moments like the holidays to bring everything back down so that everyone can you know meet and catch up and just laugh and have a great time and make memories which is very important i think that a lot of times people focus on like the monetary stuff and like the gifts or whatever but the really important thing is making new memories good memories things that you know in in march when you're feeling down all of a sudden you remember uh, something funny that happened at the christmas dinner or at the whatever yeah. it's like oh man that was so funny and it lifts your spirits uh so it's very important that um the gifts are cute they're very welcome thank you for yeah. all those that are giving me gifts hopefully uh but the memories are the ones to cherish yeah and uh just yesterday talking to my wife about this we were talking about the whole idea of gift giving and how a lot of times uh people if they give you a gift they you know it could be a small gift or something that's not uh, really expensive or Mm -hmm. something that they think that you may not like or something and um you know when they give it to you they could be very shy or just something like you know this is very small like they downplay Mm -hmm. the gift and um You know, I think truly sometimes it has nothing to do with the gift or the price or exactly Mm -hmm. what they give you. But, the you know, it's that old saying, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Right. It truly is uh, the thought behind what it is. You know, I rather receive um, a small, inexpensive type of gift from Mm -hmm. someone who truly thought about me than, um, you know, an expensive gift or something, you know, from someone just because they're trying to uh, prove something or show you something or just, you know, follow the wave, follow the wave of giving gifts and mm-hmm. i gave you a gift and then you're like left awkward because it's like you've never given me a gift and <laughs> i don't have a gift for you yeah <laughs> you know so i i don't know there's nothing worse than those um awkward gift giving moments right mm-hmm. so i think it's always good to uh you know when you give to give from your heart obviously and just keeping that in mind that it's truly the thought you know that counts and maybe there are different gifts that you can give people that aren't um you know material things yeah. you know and we've spoken about this before mm-hmm. um but definitely this time of the year gets you thinking um about those around you and just uh, being grateful for the time that you share with them yeah and above all uh you know the gifts are cute and the time spent with the family is great but it's also a time that we reflect on christ um which is the reason for the season which brings us into the topic of jumps jump right into it last week we released an episode called the netflix um comedy comedy controversy tongue tie there we go um and you know we spoke about this whole brazilian spoof special thing yeah um that netflix had uh put on their platforms and the reaction um, with people signing the petitions and all that great stuff but man oh man did it just turn into a bloodbath (laughs) 
I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know any other way uh, to explain it. Um, you know, people uh, rising up and saying to cancel Netflix, which is something very interesting that we didn't even I mention know. that at all. Um, when we spoke about it last week, uh, we did speak about the importance to stand up, you know, make your voice known and all that good stuff. Uh, but never once did we say cancel your Netflix subscription, which is funny because one of our viewer uh, listeners brought it up to us, you mm -hmm. know, and had that conversation with us about it. Um, and we will get into the reason why maybe we didn't bring that up. But when I say there was a bloodbath was because then, you know, once people started saying to cancel Netflix, uh, people maybe felt a certain type of way about um whether or not they should do it, should they be uh, publicizing it, you know, put that same type of energy that you're putting into the Netflix cancellation into other stuff. Yeah. And it just, it, it got a little ugly. Yeah, and I think there's nothing worse than when it's a moment or a time where it's an opportunity mm -hmm. for Christians and believers to come together. Yes. And instead of seizing the moment and taking mm -hmm. advantage of that, it's, you know, a moment where we're divided, mm -hmm. where people are throwing stones at each other, where there are, you know, people trying to either, you know, gain some uh, following or traction because mm -hmm. of this or those that are just looking for an excuse to get somebody. Yeah. Right. And point fingers and um, the whole holier than thou, mm -hmm. you know, movement and all of that. But um, definitely it was something that just on my timeline, I, it would be, you know, was getting upsetting after a while, yeah. just seeing the back and forth and, you know, people started creating their own petitions, yeah, right. With their 42 the followers, right. <laughs> it defeats the purpose, you know, um, it, it's just, again, I think, you know, these moments and opportunities, people get it so twisted yeah. where they definitely make it about them. Mm -hmm. Right. And they make it about what they think is right. Yes. And then because they think that way, they want to bring upon what you should do mm -hmm. as a result of their thinking. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, because this is what I believe about what's happening. Yeah. You should cancel your Netflix and yes. you should not be watching that. And you know what? End the process. Throw out your TV and mm -hmm. throw out this. And it's just not the time to do that yeah and i think that you know for and, and i'm gonna sound really um out there for saying this but for people that preach so much unity the christians we are perfect at doing the complete opposite yeah because this is an opportunity where okay there was a cause you want to rise up against the cause amen do it why the infighting why the in criticizing why the comments and the jabs and the this and that it's so unnecessary so something that was supposed to bring us together to fight against a cause of something that we found blatantly disrespectful to the god we served wind up being this whole thing about who was who was holier than thou who had the right answer who the this who the that is like it's so unnecessary yeah yeah, and again, like you said, sometimes you miss out on opportunities to prove the opposite of yeah. what people think about us or, yes. you know, to show, you know, the world that mm -hmm. we can come together on one idea and one thought, mm -hmm. one mindset. And that's probably why Netflix has not canceled. Yeah. You know, the series, aside from mm -hmm. everything else or the special, aside from everything else that, you know, they probably have as far as the reasoning behind it, you know, it just, again, this further shows how much work we truly have to do, mm -hmm. you know, in our Christian community, as believers, as people of God, you know, when issues like this arise, it's like, what position are you going to take? Are you going to take the mindset or the position of a warrior, but mm -hmm. against people on the same side, yeah. right? 
or are you going to be that warrior against, you know, what you know is wrong and mm-hmm. a warrior for the truth? So I just think, you know, moments like this, I think it happens every year with something, whether yeah. it's a comedy special, whether it's a movie, a TV show, um, you know, music, a clothing line. Mm-hmm. Right. I think there's always opportunities that the devil kind of throws out there. Mm-hmm. Right. For Christians to just be divided. Yeah. And. You know, it's unfortunate that we sometimes fall into these traps time and time again. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we don't learn from the last one. You know, it seems like we're not really getting the the big picture behind it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely didn't say to cancel yeah. Netflix. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, we've discussed this. But mm-hmm. what were some of the reasons why I guess you mm-hmm. uh, didn't bring it up or, you know, we didn't go I mean, there? It, it didn't cross my mind because I feel that, you know, as someone with a voice, we have the voice to lift up the lift up the things that we like, the things that we yeah. find edifying, the things that we find, you know, great, clean uh, comedy, entertainment or whatever. Um, but we also have the voice to be like, you know what? That's not good. You need to remove that type of thing uh, from this platform. But by completely canceling it, you're canceling your voice, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you're canceling your opportunity to rate things as good, rate things as bad. And on top of that, if you really are going to take that... Um, point of view of okay i'm gonna cancel it because it has things that you know are not pleasing to god and aren't great then my dude you have to cancel everything yeah everything has things that are not pleasing to god whether or not you decide to dive in and indulge in them that's up to you but if you take the the, if you take the stance in my opinion to be like you know you got to cancel netflix so then cancel your cable subscription cancel your tv subscription cancel your internet like i feel you have to cancel everything Everything. because everything has um in it things that are not pleasing to god your phone yeah you'd have to get rid of your phone yep you know our phones nowadays have the abilities to do so many things and you know take you to so many places and bring information right in front of you that you may Mm -hmm. not be wanting you know to know um it has that ability i mean you know we discuss things like youtube Mm -hmm. you know other streaming platforms you know when it comes to music when it comes to movies you know all of these different things Mm -hmm. you know we would be literally canceling everything yeah you know and um and if you feel like that if that's what god is calling you to do yeah more power to you but you cannot be a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to cancel one thing, but a lot of, you know, nobody's talking about that one. So yeah. let's keep that one on the down low. And again, God may want you to cancel it and yeah. convict you to take that decision. And yep. doesn't mean that God wants everyone else to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what? You may not be strong enough or you may not be able to handle it or whatever mm-hmm. conviction you feel or however you're going about it. Then you know what? That's mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. But just because that's something that God is requiring of you mm-hmm. and suggesting and moving you to do does not mean you need to take everybody yeah. along with you and then fight and judge those mm-hmm. that don't do what you're doing. Yeah. Because at no, the end of the true. day, you're sinning in the process mm-hmm. and you're defeating the whole point. You know, <laughs> you, you yeah. think you're doing something right and instead you're sinning differently, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just something that, uh, again, let's take opportunities like this to further prove ourselves, to show mm-hmm. people that we can be united about something, yes. that you can take us seriously, that uh, we have brains, that we can think. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, let's not. And that we let, can have conversations. Yeah. I think one of the things that is so disheartening for me, um, and there was this this time that on social media especially in facebook or twitter or whatever you know that you would have people that would purposely set up a comment and then be like, all right go at it like they would say something yeah. controversial like you know musicians should be paid in all churches and then they would like post all their musician friends to have them go at it and they'll fight and then and it's like that's not how you do it that's not how you have the conversations 
You know, maybe that is an important topic that musicians should be paid. Absolutely, musicians should be paid. But is that the way you have that conversation with everyone looking at you judging this church or because that church or because in my old church or because here? Because that's not edifying. It doesn't help. So when you continue to have these opportunity, uh, these moments where you're showing your face in public to people that because not everybody in your friend list is um, a follower of Christ. Yeah. You have family members, co-workers or whatever that maybe, you know, don't follow God. You know, is that going to bring them to be like, man, I want to go to their church. They're always fighting. You know, yeah, I want to yeah. go to their church. They're always, you know, cursing each other out. It's like, no, that's not that's not going to bring them to the to, to the feet of Christ. And that's mm -hmm. the big that's the big takeaway from all of this, which is in everything that we do, even on social media, even when you think nobody is watching, people are watching. So are your actions doing things that will glorify God or is it pushing people away from God? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you just end up looking crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, and your point is completely lost. Your message is completely lost. Right. And just thinking about this whole this whole movement right now and everything, um, you know, how uh, convenient, right, or interesting is it that it's happening right around the holidays? Yeah. Right. Where it's like this is a time where uh, obviously as believers, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Right. That he's the reason for this season. But. You know, we've said this before, where even in Christmas songs and things mm -hmm. that people are saying and, you know, signs and posters, you know, Jesus is all over it. You know, as much as, you know, Santa Claus is out there and snowmen and all of that, right? Jesus, you know, seems to still be the focus, right, of our Christmas music and mm -hmm. Christmas songs and the classics that everyone listens to where it talks about the birth of Jesus. And, um, you know, I feel like the enemy will always use things such as, you know, a controversy like this to really just get people distracted from what's really happening and what really matters. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, in this holiday season, in this Christmas season, you know, don't let these things distract you. Don't mm -hmm. let controversies like this distract you. I think of uh, families that get together for Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and they may only see certain cousins in this time of the year or certain uncles. Right. And everybody's got like those family members that they are already know right <laughs> come with drama or come with this or come with that right um just be mindful of that right and have expectations that you know what you won't engage in any of that silliness you won't engage in that drama you'll have a positive attitude going into it and um you know you won't fuel that fire that negative fire that sometimes the enemy uses in this time to really just get people divided and get people messed up so as you go into your holiday parties your christmas parties as you have your christmas dinners this week and you celebrate Christmas Eve or Christmas morning, whatever you do, just go in there with that positive attitude, go in there to really unify, bring people together, right? Yeah. Cause that's really what it's all about in mm -hmm. this Christmas season. And, um, you know, something else that was making headlines and, you know, a lot of uh, buzz on social media was um, the little girl, Olive, yeah. right? From Bethel Music's, uh, you know, family that, uh, suddenly stopped breathing and mm -hmm. passed and the family uh, were putting up different posts um you know after she was pronounced dead on december 14th uh pretty much calling for prayer yeah. and calling for the people of god to pray for her resurrection mm -hmm. and um you know this was something that was pretty much going viral in the christian community and many people were praying for this uh two-year-old uh you know baby girl and just praying that god would really you know lift her up and yeah. and do this miracle 
And again, you know, talking about controversy, right? These posts and these images and just the family's faith, Mm -hmm. you could say, uh, sparked a lot of talk and a lot of controversy Mm -hmm. in, you know, the minds of certain people. And, um, you know, we, if you look back, you know, at, on their page, if you look at their posts, each day they were praying and saying, you know, day one, this is a really good day for resurrection. Day three, day five is a really good day for resurrection. And, you know, they had crazy faith, tremendous faith, you know, to do this. It's one thing for you to go through something privately. Mm -hmm. It's one thing for you to go through something with just your family. But when you have a platform the way they have a platform, Mm -hmm. and then you bring everybody into what's really happening in your life, Mm -hmm. you know, in that moment, you have the risk that you're taking where it's, okay, I bring everybody into this moment, right? And we have faith that God will resurrect her. God Mm -hmm. will bring her back to life. And if he does it, thousands or millions of people will Mm -hmm. know that God is real and that God Mm -hmm. can do this. But then the other side is that we pray, that we declare this, we say this, and God does not do it. Yeah, that's And it's a risk that they took. And um, just recently, the uh, pastor of Bethel, right, that oversees uh, the church, pretty much released a statement saying that they were moving on with planning the memorial service, right? And he quotes and says, in this situation, grief has not been avoided as we have all been grieving from the moment we heard the news. Faith isn't denial of the facts or of our emotions. It is knowing that God cares and intervenes in the midst of them. Here is where we are. Olive hasn't been raised. The breakthrough we have sought hasn't come. With the same heart of confidence in God's goodness, we receive the comfort of the Good Shepherd as Andrew Callie and Olive's big sister, Elsie, their family, and our church walk together through the valley of the shadow of mm-hmm. death. So he pretty much said, you know what, we're moving on with the plans. God did not come through the way we wanted him to and the way we expected, but you know, we have that confidence that God is still good. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's it's tricky. Um, I think that one of the other things was, you know, unfortunately, because of their platform and because of who they are, um, they are susceptible to um, the media and their yeah. take on certain situations because, you know, they had a GoFundMe page that was raised um, in their church. And when I first heard about this was because I ran across an article that was criticizing them because of the GoFundMe page. Mm. Uh, so it wasn't even um, an article that was like bringing light to the fact that they had radical faith and that they were believing and that God was going to do this crazy miracle and all this great stuff. It was more about why do they need the money? <laughs> and, you know, and they ran with that narrative, uh, which is so destructive because, you know, churches do um, have this uh, um uh stereotype you know big churches have a stereotype that it's just a money trap that they're just doing it for the money you know they don't believe in god they just look at it as a business and all this other stuff yeah Uh, so when you have a situation like this it once again it deters from the message it deters from the purpose what they were doing was standing um firm and that they believe in a god that can do crazy miracles the same way that you know you can uh pray for god to have a financial breakthrough so you can make ends meet or that you could pay the rent at the end of the month and he'll do it same way that god you know they'll pray for god to do a healing or whatever they were praying for god to do something which is biblical god you have the ability to raise people from the dead you know we believe that you could do it um but i think that you hit it you hit also a very tricky situation uh which is that you invited these hundreds of thousands millions of people into this experience to await god to do this great miracle 
but he didn't. And then there are people that are strong enough in their faith to be like, you know what? It's okay. You know, God's purpose was, you know, that he wasn't going to do it that way. That, you know, he's maybe done it in the past. He's maybe done it with other people. But for this situation, it's fine. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But then there's other people that walk away with, you see, I knew he was fake. You know, I yeah. knew he wasn't going to do it. Oh, I knew it was a fairy tale. And it reminds me of, and I've, I don't know if I've spoken about it here, if I've spoken to you about it. Um, the OWN Network had a show called Our America with Lisa Ling. And she had this episode where it was about um, faith healing. And she visited the this church that was having a great um, uh, like service on healing, where it was inviting people to come. You know, God is going to heal you. God is going to allow you to get uh, up from that wheelchair. God is going to do this. God is going to do that. And they follow this one man who's in a wheelchair who arrived to this service expecting like God is going to do it. God is going to do it. God is going to do it. And God doesn't heal him that day. So she's emotional because, you know, she's a narrator, uh, but she's also there with him. And she sees how he's worshiping God during the service and how he speaks about how God is going to, you know, do this crazy miracle. And he believes him, he believes him. And when it doesn't happen, she breaks down. It reminds, you know, she starts crying because she's like, man, you know, even though he didn't do it, he still believes. You know, even though it didn't happen in this moment, he's still confident in that God will do the miracle in the future. Which to me was like, okay, wow, you know, she walked away impacted, you know, by it. You know, somebody else could have been like, you see, that's trash, you know, it's not real. But she walked away impacted by it. So I just, you know, I just hope that it had a positive wave or domino effect in people yeah. uh, where they were able to witness a moment where someone prayed for something, but it wasn't in God's will and it's okay. And like you said, I mean, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were kind of in this and, you know, listening and responding and praying while others may have been doubting, right? Um, looking at it from a smaller scale, right? If we were praying for something, right? And, and declaring and, and telling people and, you know, I'm thinking about, let's say, just uh, a child being sick, let's say, and you let people know in your job what's going on. And yeah. The people in your job know that you're a Christian, mm -hmm. right? And may have this idea of, well, your God can do it, right? Like mm -hmm. you're a Christian and you invite people into this and you tell people, you know, about uh, this situation, right? And you invite them in and they're aware, they're kind of following what's going on and then they kind of get the news, right? That, you know, the child passed or what mm -hmm. they expected, you know, didn't happen. There will always be, I think, that thought of, you know, you see, like mm -hmm. God didn't do it. You mm -hmm. see, right? And even on a smaller scale, yeah. Whether it's five or six people that, you know, you tell or, you know, there'll always be kind of that reaction of you see, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I'm not a Christian or that's why I don't believe or that's why this. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times people when um, they struggle with believing and they struggle mm -hmm. with having faith, it's because they go back to those moments. They go back to a moment where they say, well, I prayed for my mom to get healed and she wasn't healed and mm -hmm. God took her. And, you know, that's why I don't believe. Or, mm -hmm. you know, I saw my friend go through the worst time in their life and God didn't, you know, yeah. come through for them. And I think it's always goes back to the idea of believing mm -hmm. right this idea that you know we truly have to believe mm -hmm. right and we're proclaiming that we believe in a god that we don't see mm -hmm. you know a god that raised people from the dead mm -hmm. right years ago through his son jesus right that did these miracles but you know is still able to do miracles today mm -hmm. right i look at uh 
I believe he was from Bethel Music as well, right? The boy, the little boy Jackson. Oh, uh, Jax, yeah, yeah. Who, it was the same thing. There was like this wave of prayers and updates and, you know, reports and everything. And I believe today the child is yeah, fine, right? God he's made healing. major mm-hmm. improvements. God did that work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the same God mm-hmm. who this family was crying out mm-hmm. to. That's and, the same God who is yeah. able, right, mm-hmm. to do the miracle in this situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and God still, you know, and it's not, I just don't want people to misinterpret it. You know, God did do a lifting of people, raising people from the dead years ago, but he's done it recently also. Yeah. They just had that movie that came out um, uh, with the lady from This Is Us. Um, about the boy that fell into the pond and you know breakthrough. he was breakthrough he was yeah. dead and his mom at the hospital did this ill prayer and yeah bam kid came back to life you know so god still does those miracles yeah. in 2019 2018 in 2020 and forward you know but the thing is is that god um moves and operates differently with different people different situations different scenarios and you know recently there was uh someone that i know um their daughter passed away also she was ill very young age i think she was under the age of two um and when she passed away they did a celebration service for her they didn't do like a morning funeral service and i remember the mom took the mic and she did a prayer where she thanked god for allowing her to have that time with her daughter very short it was maybe two years or whatever and the daughter was sick through most of it or whatever but she just made a powerful prayer that man i was just crying over myself at work <laughs> embarrassing wow. just looking at it because it was like man you know and i put myself in their situation you know as a dad like you know if you know if god forbid i was ever in a situation like that yeah you know and i've had those those thoughts run through my head i would do the exact same thing they did which is God, I believe you can do it. Yeah. God, you are the God of miracles. You can lift them up. And bring as many people with yes. you, right? And tell people, I need you to pray. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah. you to pray. You know, I personally did not find anything wrong with what they did. Yeah. You know, um, I think it was just that major step of faith. Yeah. And the little part of me that maybe raised an eyebrow or mm-hmm. questioned or doubted was simply because mm-hmm. it's one thing for you to request prayer for someone who's sick. Right. Someone got diagnosed with cancer or, you know, an incurable disease or they haven't needed they need, you know, crazy surgery. And, you know, it's one thing for you to believe in that. Mm -hmm. It's something else for now. The request to be lift this individual up from the dead, bring them back to life. Mm -hmm. And that just goes, you know, to kind of put you in check. Mm -hmm. You know, if God can heal sickness and disease right? God is not limited or restrained or held back. God can do this, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe the part of me that feels they were wrong or the part of me or someone, you know, in general that feels that they shouldn't have done this or something, it's simply because your level of faith, right, is stuck Mm -hmm. on something that you think God can do. Mm -hmm. God can heal from cancer. I've heard that. Or God can do that. I've heard, but raised from the dead. No, Mm -hmm. we got to be careful about that. And maybe, you know, that's more, right? It's like my level of faith is it mm-hmm. where it needs to be mm-hmm. right i think of the song which i'm not sure if the bethel music is kind of one of the writers or founders mm-hmm. or co-writers or something of that song this is a move mm-hmm. right where it says bodies are still being raised yeah right yeah. and the fact is you know we sing it we love the song mm-hmm. are we believing that bodies are still being raised right That's like are question. we believing those things so i think these moments just kind of remind us, right? And put our faith in check, Mm -hmm. you know? In this situation, they had faith. I'm sure they prayed. I'm sure they fasted. I'm sure they begged God. God Mm -hmm. did not come through the way they expected, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, 
that doesn't mean that you, mm-hmm. you know, won't receive an answer to your prayer or you won't receive what you've been praying for, mm-hmm. right? That just goes to show that God, right, has the final say. Mm-hmm. God is the final word and he moves differently. Mm-hmm. He moves in people's lives differently. He proves himself real in different mm-hmm. ways yeah. to everyone. Yeah, yeah. and the, the thing is that we will never understand everything. You know, there are things that God does that leaves us mind boggled. And we're like, man, you know, why did you decide to operate in that way? And some things are not, you know, they're not they're not privy to us. God did it because of a purpose that he knows why he did it. And you don't need to know it. And that's the difficult thing. But it goes back to what you said. It's about believing. Do you truly believe in the God that you sing about? Do you truly believe in God, the God that you preach about, that you teach about, that you pray to? Because if you did, then you would believe him without a doubt. You would believe him whether or not he answered your prayer. You would believe him whether or not he came through for you. You will believe him whether or not he did it for somebody else. Because at the end of the day, you trust that he has your best interest in heart, even yeah. when it doesn't look that way. And that's the difficult thing about being a follower of Christ. It takes that faith. I mean, yeah. I posted earlier this week, Hebrews eleven three. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Mm-hmm. Pretty much saying, through faith, we understand, mm-hmm. right? There are things in our lives that we may not get, we may not mm-hmm. comprehend, but it takes faith. Yeah. It takes faith to believe in a God that we don't see and a God that framed the world and a God that knows the beginning, you know, the end from the beginning and knows all things. It takes faith to understand Mm -hmm. right and um there are certain things in our life that won't make sense physically there Mm -hmm. are things in our lives that won't make sense logically won't make sense medically Mm -hmm. won't make sense you know to our calculations but it's through faith Mm -hmm. that we're able to understand those things yeah and you know that those two words that phrase through faith is the hardest thing yeah to see your life through Mm -hmm. You know, it's the hardest thing to see your life through the lens of faith, to see your situation through faith, because when push comes to shove and when you come to think about it, when it's you in that situation, Mm -hmm. when you're the one in need, when you're the one going through it and to look at your situation through faith, that that takes work Mm -hmm. and that takes a lot of effort and a lot of prayer. I give it to this family that they even publicized this and made this public and invited everyone in knowing, right, that there will be those people completely in support of them Mm -hmm. and then those people who have a problem with this, right? And again, an opportunity that, uh, you know, can definitely be used to bring about discussion and conversation Mm -hmm. among Christians and encourage Christians, right? Unfortunately, sometimes does bring about these questions and these doubts, right? where we also measure, you know, uh, someone else's spirituality or Christianity mm. and what they believe, right, with yours. Yeah. And that's not always great to do. No, and I think, you know, it's a great conversation piece for us to have in our churches, in our homes, and in, you know, Bible school and youth study and all of that, where, you know, a lot of times we speak about, you know, believe in God, believe in God, believe in God, you know, but what do you do when it doesn't happen the way that you want it to? And I think that those are the things that should be spoken about in our churches. You know, nobody should be criticizing them for their radical faith. What they should be doing is educating themselves and educating their church on how to deal with the aftermath of you prayed for something, it didn't happen. What next? Yeah. And I love this statement that uh, 
Johnson said uh, from Bethel Music, Bill Johnson, um, he says, so seeing what Jesus has accomplished and what he did in his lifetime, and then when you add to that, that he commanded his followers and his disciples in Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to cleanse the lepers, none of those are things that we can actually do. Mm-hmm. Yet he commanded us because somehow in our yes, he gives us the ability to carry out his mission. Being commissioned means we've said yes to his mission. Hmm. So these are things that by our own strength and our resources, we can't do these things. Yet he tells us through mm-hmm. him to do this. Yeah. Right? God needs your yes. So as you approach this holiday season, right, mm-hmm. and you have time with your families, I'm sure this family right now is, you know, struggling to mm-hmm. find joy and struggling to really find that peace in the middle mm-hmm. of a holiday that, you know, declares peace and that says things, you know, having joy and, you know, being grateful. It, it's, it may be hard. Yeah. And just like them, I'm sure there are thousands or hundreds of thousands of people in this world that um, this Christmas season is not the best for them, mm-hmm. right? They may be going through something. They may be feeling, you know, emotional or just going through a, a devastating time. I know we have know a few people mm-hmm. that are going through that, Um it's our job as believers to really just lift them up in prayer, be there for them, you know, uh, take out some time while you're with your families and just, you know, even if it is to just acknowledge God yeah, and, you know, whether it's a time of prayer or just a time where you can really just, you know, be around each other, whether mm-hmm. you have gifts, whether you don't have gifts, whether you get what you want, whether you don't get what you want, just having that time to acknowledge who God is and, and really being thankful for his birth, you know, yeah. and sending his son. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, take that with you. Let that be the gift that you have another day of life, that you have another opportunity to breathe. They have another, like I say a lot of times also in church, you have another opportunity to get it right. So even if your life right now is a mess, the great thing is, is that at this very moment, you have the opportunity, the chance and the ability to get yourself down the right path. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in to this new episode of the Guy Life Culture podcast. As always. Yes. Be sure to subscribe um, on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast. We are there. Be sure to subscribe so you can be notified when we release a new episode. Yeah. Share the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, even if you're listening right now take a screenshot of um, the episode you're listening to this episode post it tag us Mm -hmm. let us know that you're listening um, and definitely follow us on all social media if you search god life culture podcast you will find us on facebook and instagram and definitely stay connected yes as always thank you for listening to the god life culture podcast that's god God life Life Culture. culture until next time see ya bye